Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She may be daintier than Roy, but she's just as opinionated. This is the Roy Green Show with special guest host Alex Pearson on the Chorus Radio Network. Great to have you here as we head into the home stretch on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, 4.33. And, of course, I am Alex Pearson in for Roy, who will, uh, he's just getting in a good break. He'll be back with you next weekend. But, like, you know, a lot of you, I think, you're probably chilling today, watching a bit of football. No doubt you've got your earpiece listening to me. But uh, let's talk about a movement that seems to be growing. And, of course, I'm talking about the 49er quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, you know, kneeling during the national anthem. Then we saw... Female soccer player Megan Rapinoe, she said she wanted to get on her knee and did so in support. And then, of course, you had the Denver Bronco, Brandon Marshall, got on his knee in the NFL opener. He's not against the American flag, against social injustice. So, you know, it's getting all sorts of reaction, but it seems to be growing. You know, the Seattle Seahawks planning a demonstration of unity today at their game to honor the country and flag. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm sure all the football games are starting and I don't know what's happened because I'm in here. But today's not a good day to do it. I just wouldn't do it today. Just my advice. Uh, But interesting, you know, I was I was seeing that the coach of the USA's hockey team told his players that if any of them, any of them sat during the anthem, they could sit on that bench and not move. So I know some of you will argue that we should not be even playing the anthem at sporting events, citing that uh, folks just don't pay attention, so why bother? But, I, you know, as long as we are playing it, I, I, I don't know, should players be allowed to protest it? Or is it out of bounds? Does it turn you off? If you've got, I'd love your your input on this, 416-870-6400 or star 640 on your cell. Of course, toll free one eight 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 two two five talk. How do you see this? Are you okay with this movement growing? Because it is actually becoming part of the conversation of the game. They're actually doing analysis on it. People are like talking about it kind of a lot now and it's starting to happen more and more. And then you've got the players that do it and then you've got the players that don't. So you're, you know, these people, they get angry and anyway, let's bring Scott Radley into the conversation. He is, of course, a sports columnist, for The Spectator. He's also host of The Scott Radley Show on AM 900 CHML. Good to have you, sir. Alex, great to be here. Thanks. I kind of thought that this would be a one-off. I thought Colin Kaepernick would do it, and then, you know, everyone would kind of move back from it. But, you know, this is a movement that's growing, not just for those who want to kneel in support, but now you're seeing teams who are saying, eh, 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 look, we're going to show you, like, what the what the Seahawks are doing t- uh, today. And the Dolphins, the four of the guys on the Dolphins took a knee today against the Seahawks. And really? Here's the thing, yeah, here's the thing about it. That, that, um, 
I, I mean, personally, I hate it. Personally, I think it's grossly disrespectful. However, the point of this is broader than that. The point of this is, I believe, and I think most people do, even though they may disagree with this, they believe wholeheartedly in the concept of free expression. And so we say free speech, free expression. That's what we, that's what our, that's what we fought wars for, mm -hmm. that we could have that right to free expression. So while I hate what you're doing, mm -hmm. I believe that you have the right to do it. The difficult part, Alex, is this. We seem to be picking and choosing what free expression we want to allow. And so I did a thing on my show this week. I went through this list of things, and they were all from the States, mind you, but this list of things where teachers in schools, governments, other people were saying, no, you can't do that. There was a kid who was quietly reading his Bible on school property. You can't do that. That's mixing church and state. That's, your, that's not your right to do that. We had kids who were meeting to pray in a room that wasn't being used with no teacher, just in an empty room. Well, you can't do that. And so I, I, I argue vigorously that you should have the right to be Colin Kaepernick, to be the guys in the Dolphins. I disagree with what they're doing, but I argue for the right to do it. But if you're going to say you have the right to do that, and if everyone's going to say, yeah, that's okay, we have to broaden it and say, yeah, all free expression then, as long as it's not the, you know, the usual example of yelling fire in a crowded theater, as long as it's just free expression and your expression of your beliefs or your thoughts or whatever, you know, free expression is not a one-way street. So we can't pick and choose the parts of it that we want to say, that's okay, that's not okay. If you want to say you can do it, it's got to be very broad. And right now we're having a hard time coming up with the thing that would say, yeah, you can do everything. We just, we just want to listen to what we think, and we, don't want, we want to shut down the people who say what we don't like. Well, look, you do have the freedom to do that, but you better be willing and prepared for the blowback. And that's, you know, if, if Colin Kaepernick is going to is going to kneel, then he's going to have to, you know, deal with possibly losing endorsement deals, getting cut from yep. the team. Um, but, you know, it, it's becoming, you know, more than the sport where you're no longer watching the sport. Now it's turning into a big debate. And I think a lot, you know, a lot of folks forget that Muhammad Ali, he, he was quite an activist. He was an athlete that everyone loved and in death remembered him as a hero. But of course, he, he was despised for his actions when he when he dodged the draft. And it's only now we look at him as a hero. But back then, not so much. Well, I'll tell you another thing that's very interesting about what's going on today with the NFL. The NFL has already made it clear that they intend to take to, to met, meet out no punishment to anybody who takes a knee. Or there was a guy in the in the um, Kansas City Chiefs game today. All the players linked arms, and he did the uh, fist up in the air, uh, Carlos Rogers power salute kind of thing at the end of the line. The NFL says, you know, it's your choice. It's your choice how you want to do this because you are free to do what you want to do. However, a number of players have intended to wear cleats, to wear shoes yeah. that had images of 9-11 on it to honor the firefighters, the police officers, the first responders. The NFL says, if you do that, you will be fine. And this is where the NFL now finds itself in a mess, because how can you possibly say that we are going to fight for, we're going to stay, say you can do what you want to, in many people's eyes, disrespect the people who, who I mean, especially today, especially today with it being 9-11, 
that the perception is you're going to allow them to disrespect the police officers and the firefighters and those people who died in 9-11. But if you want to honor them, no, 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 no. That comes with a fine. You can't do that in our league. That, well, now we get into a really ugly and a really awkward situation, which is exactly what I was talking about before. If you're going to have free speech, if you're going to have free expression, it has to go both ways. Yeah, you can't suck and blow, which is what the NFL is doing. But I'll I'll tell you that they're doing that because they don't want to uh, be accused of being racist. Exactly. Whereas they don't exactly. care if they're, you know, anti-American, I guess, on the other side. No, but it, it's an absolute fear. I mean, this is I, I know you have a brief window today. This is what we could do for eight hours. It is a thing we have in our society now where we are terrified of being called racist, sexist, homophobic to the point where we are afraid to say anything even potentially that dances along the edge of something that anybody could misconstrue as anything of those categories because holy cow if you have someone publicly label you racist that's that's for a lot of people that's a professional descent the last thing the nfl wants especially with a large number of african-american players is to be told you're a racist league so they would, you're right, they will bend over in contortions to not look, quote, quote, racist. But the other stuff, well, you know, we can take a stand against that. We can't have people wearing odd uniforms or things on their uniforms because who's going to say you're, you're what, you're anti-fashion? You're, you're not patriotic? They'll say, well, we played the anthem before. That's patriotic. So it's a, it's, this is another whole issue all through society of the throwing the word racist, throwing the word sexist around way too easily and we all now walk on eggshells with everything yeah i mean it's getting to the point where you just don't know what you can say and when you start to you second guess yourself anything. that's when people you know mess up see i was going to say screw up and then i said messed up because i didn't want to well, eh, see but, what but happens we don't say anything out because that's <laughs> the whole thing we've all now been scared to say anything controversial at least a lot of people have not you Hopefully not me, but we've all, a lot of people have been scared to say anything controversial for fear that you will be strapped with a label that you will then have to wear. And if you get that, how do you shake it? But how I think there's going to be a pushback on that, and I, and, I, and I get the sense, and I'm going to ask you this after this quick break, but I'll put it out there. There's going to be a backlash, and the NFL is going to find itself in an impossible situation, and I think all sporting teams are going to find itself in impossible situations if they don't kind of get this thing in check now, if you want to get in on this conversation, give us a call, 1-888-225-TALK, 416-870-6400, or star 640. Scott Radley joins me now. We'll continue this conversation after a quick commercial break. I'm Alex Pearson. You're listening to The Roy Green Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Uh, as we sit here and talk about, you know, some of these ball players, some of these athletes, uh, you know, kneeling during the national anthem, I'm talking to Scott Radley, uh, of all things sports, and, and I'm going to bring Linda in because she's been waiting for a while on a call, and I think you actually make a really good point. You say what, Linda? Uh, well, basically, I said that these professional athletes, number one, they're paid by that prospective team. It's their job. They're their employer. I think it's wrong for them to use a game as an opportunity to voice their personal opinions, albeit that they're good or bad, that I don't think it's wrong for them to do it outside of a game, to use their uh, ability to pull in the media, do a press conference or stand with somebody. But when they start doing it at games, I think it's completely wrong. And I think that uh, we were saying about the NFL, they should stop it 
right now. And I mean, they honor breast cancer. They do so many good things of these uh, leagues. That, but, you know, an individual standing uh, by himself while he's working, uh, you couldn't do that if you worked for the, you know, the co-op feedlot. Do you know what I mean? And you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. There needs to be some respect on both sides. Linda, thanks. I think you make an excellent point. Um, and Scott, look, if if on behalf of Chorus Radio, all of a sudden I started preaching on this radio station about something that in some way they got dragged into, they wouldn't be very happy. And so I think at some point the NFL is going to have to say, look, you can protest all you want, but you can't do it on the NFL logo. Well, I think more likely what is going to happen, because again, back to the, what we were talking about before the break, the league does not want to appear as though it's insensitive to African-American, to black issues, to social injustice issues. That's the last thing the NFL wants to appear. So how do you get around this? Well, you said her name. And you I'm play sorry, football I'm... and you don't endorse any cause, be well, it breast cancer, be it Black Lives Matter, be it anything. Play football. Fair enough. But what they're going to do, I believe, and you said her name, the soccer player. I'm just drawing a blank on her name. Uh, you, you introduce off the top. Are you going to ask me what that name is? Okay, uh, anyway, the, 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 the female soccer player who took a knee in the last game, I don't know if you noticed what the league then did, what the owner of the team Megan where she was playing. Megan Rapinoe. Thank you. Sorry, I drew a blank. That's okay. The next game, the owner of the team, who happened to be a military veteran mm-hmm. uh, who had lost friends and family in the war, he actually played the anthem before the players got out on the field. So we're just going to take it out of their hands. We're just going to play it early. And if you want to protest, too bad. We'll just make it so you can't really protest. And I could, I could honestly see that being the new way that the league says players are to stay in town. We're going to do the anthem, and then we're going to introduce the players, and they're going to come running out. And that will, for now, unless they figure some other way, that will bypass this issue. And then if you want to do something else, knock yourself out, but anything else you do, now we can fine you because now it, it doesn't fall within your free expression. Now we can, you know, th- there's ways around it. And I think that's probably, if, thing, if this thing expands, if this thing builds up steam, that's where we'll end up going. The players, the introductions will come after the anthem. Yeah, that that's a, one way of containing it. But bottom line, it's touched a button for sure. I mean, Kaepernick's got, like, the number one selling jersey. I, I thought he was going to get cut. I mean, that's how I-, I thought he was kind of at the end of his career, maybe with the 49ers. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't known if he was going to be picked up again. But it would be impossible for the 49ers to cut him now because, then again, they'd be called racist. Of course they would. Of course they would. And, again, it all... Maybe it, that's why he did it. Alex, it's a great point. Well, I, you know, I'm not... I hate to be I hate to be cynical, cynical, but... I hate to be that cynical. I'm cynical. You're cynical. We're both cynical. But I hate to be that cynical to believe that you see your career swirling down the tubes, and so you decide that you're going to do this. However, go back a few years, and there was a guy in the NBA who was the first player to come out and say he was gay, and there were a lot of people mm-hmm. who said, well, now some team is going to have to sign him because he's come out of the closet, and it looks bad on the league if no one does, because then it'll look like the league is homophobic. And there were a lot of cynical people that said Jason Collins. And there were a lot of people who said, well, that was a great PR move, because now he's guaranteed that he's going to get a contract from someone, because no league is going to want to look like they're pushing a guy out of the picture because he's gay. And sure enough, he got another contract. Now, he never hardly played, but his shirts sold like crazy. He got a contract. Was, are, we, are we too cynical to say that that may have at least partially been a PR move? Probably. But is it possible that some of the players who are now following along behind the trail of Colin Kaepernick, the guys who were kneeling today, 
Is it possible that some of these guys are saying, hey, here's a little attention for me. I can sort of get myself into the headlines. I can drum up some controversy. I can get some people to say that I'm doing something heroic for the community. I don't know. I don't know, but I wouldn't put it past some of the guys. I just, the, the, Colin Kaepernick, as misguided as a lot of people believe he is, and I, again, I think he was off base with this. He was the first one. You've got to at least give the guy the credit for being the first. He's willing to tend, take up, stand up and take a stand on this thing, uh, not knowing what the outcome of this was going to be. Everyone who comes after him is a follower. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the motivation is for them, whether they truly believe it or, or whether they saw that nothing happened to Kaepernick. And, in fact, a lot of people supported yeah. him and said, hey, great, I'm going to join on that bandwagon. Stay tuned. Scott, thank you. Anytime, Alex. It's Scott Radley joining us uh, on this. And it's incidentally, uh, Brandon Marshall, the, the player from Denver who also kneeled, he, he just lost a fairly big endorsement deal. So while Kaepernick's, Kaepernick's jersey is the number one seller, uh, Brandon Marshall lost a big contract. And so maybe that will be pause for thought in this whole thing. Didn't want to leave the show without commenting, of course, on what happened uh, at 9-11, the ground zero with Hillary Clinton today, because it is a big story. And uh, it will, in the coming days, I think, become the big issue. In fact, I think it could possibly end her presidential bid because the question now, does she have serious health issues? She uh, collapsed. Uh, If you haven't seen it, there is video on the Internet. She collapsed and and was put into a vehicle. And uh, her handler said she went off to her daughter Chelsea's apartment where she was resting. And her, her team is suggesting that it's all heat related, except It's not hot today. Um, You know, look, this is not a new story. There have been lots of stories circulating in the last couple of months that she may have some serious health issues. And and there are pictures of her being helped while she walks, going up the stairs. You know, that she had those coughing fits in the last couple of weeks. So there are and have been stories out there questioning her health. And given the scrutiny... That, you know, remember Bob Dole, Ronald Reagan, John McCain. Remember, John McCain was almost in the coffin during the presidential election against Obama. So given those people were given a lot of scrutiny of their age and health and that they were, remember, Sarah Palin is just one breath away from being the president. A lot of people are now saying, okay, what is wrong with Hillary Clinton? And I don't think it can be ignored and I don't think it will be. But stay tuned because I think the issue surrounding her health, and I think it's more serious because she's had two very, very serious brain injuries, and she's a little bit older. So, you know, is it a story? Absolutely. I think both of these candidates will have to put their health records out there. But there's no question we're going into a new chapter of what is already a massive gong show in the United States. But the question, is Hillary Clinton healthy enough to be the president? I'm sure there'll be a lot of talk about that this week. I'm Alex Pearson. You're listening to The Roy Green Show. We wrap things up in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to The Chorus Radio Network.